Gary Bryan. This is Gary, isn't it? What's your name? Take your name for the record. Gary Bryan. What were they thinking? All right, here we are. Great show today. Steve Sharippa's. Uh, Steve Sharippa's here. I'm and, here. And now you're now happy you're on, to be here. It was great. Now you're on the podcast. I had a lot of fun. That was yeah. that. Uh, I enjoy your being here with you. Yeah, funny stories, right? It's good stuff. Good stuff. And you're I right mean, yeah, with- you got a good gig, man. You come in here. Most, I know you're not always in a great mood, but yeah. you laugh. It's kind of funny. He's always in a great mood. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Lisa's not here. Yeah. <laughs> there you That's go. She's your neighbor says, now. Lisa always says, I'm always in a great mood, you idiot. <laughs> but now you see, her, you see her all day also, don't you? Uh, no. You know what? We live in the same building. But you don't see her. I don't, I don't see her. I run into her once in a while. Okay, and I think that's by her design because we first we first moved in, we said, "Hey, come over," and she's like, ah, "I have something to do." You know, so it's I like, got you, but yeah. you don't want that either. No, you don't want to. You, <laughs> you know. don't want people knocking on the door. I don't care who yeah. it is. You I know. think she's hidden a camera in there somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> in the bathroom. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I love I love you talking about James Gandolfini this morning. I, I, yeah, I, you know he was a good guy, man. You know I saw him the last time I saw him. You know I did this movie, Nicky Deuce. It's a kids movie, Nicholas. Right. And, uh, you know, so he came up to Montreal to do it for me, right. uh, which was incredible, you know, that he even came up. He was shooting a movie here, flew all night, came to Montreal, wow. did one day's work. Very funny in the movie. And uh, uh, we had lunch and he came back and then he came to the premiere, which was May 20th, 2013. Wow. Came, was out here in L.A. And then we went out. We had a couple of drinks. That was the last time I saw him. Wow. You know, he had a. I, I, you know, he was out here for a while, so I didn't see him that much. But then I, I saw him in April. He had a party at his house. Mm-hmm. He brought his daughter home, you know, to introduce us. It was like a three to nine thing. People coming and going. A lot of family. It's right. a big family guy. And then uh, in March, we did a charity thing for the hurricane. You know, I saw him there. So, you know, it's, uh, it's a damn shame. I mean, the best was yet to come, too. Who knows what he could have done. Yeah. You know, as an actor, you know. Yeah. But uh, I always say he was a better guy than he was an actor. As good as yeah. as good an actor as he was, I mean, he was a good guy. Yeah. You know? What was the thing that he did where when he, he started making, like, big big bucks on The Sopranos? And didn't he do a thing where he shared it with everybody? Yeah. In 2004, he, uh, he had a nasty, nasty negotiation with HBO. Mm-hmm. Like, really nasty. And when he finally got back to work, he called each one of us into his trailer, and he gave us a check for... $33,333. Wow. He said, thanks for sticking by me. Gave every 16 people. Wow. That's a lot wow. of money. It was yeah. half a million dollars, yep. man. Wow. I was with Vinny Pastor the other night in Vegas doing something, and I didn't know that he had gotten a check because he was gone by then, you know. Yeah. But I guess he got a check also. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then another time we did a thing in Vegas that had a soprano slot machine, mm-hmm. and... uh we did a thing, and, and he was not in the greatest mood, so I was kind of handling that, you know. Uh, I'm better at that stuff. And, uh, and, you know, I did, you know, a lot of work. I was saying, Jim, can I take a picture, meet this guy? I was kind of doing that. And the next morning at breakfast, he said, you know, I'm sorry. You did all the work last night. And we were with my business manager. He went, give him $10,000. <laughs> and I said, no, no, I don't want the $10,000. I was like, I said, I made good money. You know, I was there right, all week. Right. I said, I am fine. I made money. Give him $10,000. Wow. Just like that, like, say, buy him a beer. And, I, and then the business manager, Roger Aber, said, 
Take the ten thousand dollars. I mean, it was just like that. Sure. He was insistent. I said, "Okay, thanks." Wow. wow. Yeah. Why don't I have friends like that? <laughs> I need some of those. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> very nice, very generous. Always uh, uh, on the set. Like every Friday, he would have a sushi chef. Yeah. He would pay for it. Wow. He had a girl give massages. Uh, a couple of girls he would hire to give you massages between takes and wow. stuff. The yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, the Bing. Oh, the, yeah, on the, the Bing girls. Set. With, yeah. Ah. Yeah, come on, Brandon. Come on. <laughs> See, I love when the bottom big girls. You know, you're there and you're getting a lap dance for four hours. You know, and the girls tell. And I would say, "Are you a are you a real dancer?" Oh no, I'm an actress. Yeah. She would say she was an actress from Pennsylvania. Yeah, right. <laughs> but that's what all those girls say. No, I mean, <laughs> Jed and Jack here from Feed the Kitty. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for coming in today. Thank, Thank you for having. Having us, it's yeah. a thrill. Yeah. I mean, you're the Gary Bryan of radio. I don't know if you knew this. <laughs> you know, we were on tour in Rome. Uh, we were on Italy, and we happened to be in Rome the, the day James died. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. really? yeah, we woke up and heard the news, and he was in Rome with his son, I think on vacation. Yeah, yeah. So it was just really interesting. Uh, Wow, that's yeah. Weird. We never met him, but isn't that weird how everybody remembers where they were when they heard it's about one of those yeah. things? One yeah. of those things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, it's funny. Uh, like a couple of days later, uh, me and my wife and another buddy of Jim's went out to eat mm -hmm. a place where we used to go a lot in, uh, down in Tribeca, mm -hmm. and uh, a lady came up to me and she said, "The whole city is sad." Wow. Yeah, you know, and it was true. I mean, yeah. he really struck a chord with a lot of people. You he know, was a, he was a big guy in terms big, of big, huge guy. You know, yeah. strong guy. Last guy you think, you know, almost invincible. You know, right. you think of him as invincible. You know, he was that kind of a guy. You know, yeah. uh, uh, but by the way, and his whole persona in Get Shorty was so different, and his look was so different. Sure, absolutely. You know, and that was. And he was my favorite character in that movie, to be honest. Yeah, with he you. was great. He kind of stole the movie a little. That was yeah. a good movie too. It was very. And that good was movie. a great movie, man. Good, good movie. That was Elmore Leonard, the uh, yeah, the author. great movie. Gene Hackman. Hackman was. Uh, uh, Jim said he didn't audition all that much, you know, early on. Right. And Hackman was a fan of his, and he yeah. did uh, Crimson Tide with Hackman. He ah. did a few things with Hackman and Travolta and Alec Baldwin. Ah, okay. He was uh, he did Broadway with Alec Baldwin, I believe, early. On. Mm -hmm. uh, Alec was his friend, you know. He Jim threw a 40th birthday party uh, that we all went to, and then the year before he threw a 50th in the village, you know, and right. him and his wife and his family, and it was, you know, and friends, not the whole cast, but most, you know, right. a lot of the guys and, uh, and our wives, David Chase, you know. Yeah, you know, I was I was used to voice the creative arts Emmys where they give out the Emmys for all the wardrobe and the technical stuff mm -hmm. and the guest star stuff and everything. And then I would go to the party after the after the the Emmys, and I wound up seated at the table. These parties, you've been to an Emmy party, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. they're just insanely huge, right? And I wound up sitting at the table with the wardrobe mistress from The Sopranos, and I, I, I Juliet Polska, yeah, yeah, and she had just won an Emmy. Yeah, she's great. And I great. was sitting there where they were having dinner, and I said, "Hey, uh, does does Gandolfini bring his own clothes in?" She goes, "Are you kidding?" She goes, Tony Soprano would be wearing cargo shorts. Yeah. That's, that's, you know? that's what I'm saying. He was nothing like that. And I think he, I think in his contract, he kept his clothes uh -huh. and he gave some to his brother in law. So he says, My brother in law was walking, running around Jersey looking like Tony Soprano. <laughs> that's funny, man. Uh, 
Yeah, she was great, Julia. You know, I wore a fat suit the first two years on the show. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess the third year they thought I was fat enough on my own. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to wear it. But yeah. uh, Juliet, that's how we became close uh. because she had to fit me for the fat suit. Uh. And the first year it was like kind of a put-together piece of crap because it was a last-minute thing, you know. Right. right. Uh, and then the the following year, she sent me to like a real Broadway costume. Wow! You know, uh, well, how do they make the fat suit? What do they put in it? Is it like uh, it was foam? I have the foam? fat suit. I yeah. have the fat. You still got it. I have the second one. Yeah. I don't have the first one. Yeah. I have the second I'm wearing one. Wearing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, the first one, they just, you know, I, I you know, you know, the funny thing is I, I got the script and I saw all these fat references and it was like, uh, you know, you're a calzone with legs. Uh, you should start to seriously consider salads. All these fat jokes. And I'm going, I'm not that much fatter than him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I actually said, maybe, I said to my wife, could it be they cast the wrong person <laughs> and two days before uh i was supposed to come out they called and said we need you here sooner we have to fit you for this fat suit that's so funny man. and uh yeah i wore the thing i never told anyone like i never told on a talk show yeah. or anything i would scratch it right. i would try to make it look really it was really big if right. you see the pictures I mean, it's huge. <laughs> Is it, you know? the genius of that show was that there was like it wasn't just the hardcore Gangster stuff, like, oh, no. a, like a casino or, or you know... Uh, a lot like, of comedy here. Yeah, there was so much comedy and, and real human stuff in there. So your character was kind of like the Ringo of the show, right? Absolutely. You know, you were the comic relief kind of... A lot of a lot of that stuff. And I and I welcomed it. You know, I was just fine right. with it. You know, the fat jokes and all that kind of stuff. Right. But they gave Junior some... Uh, Uncle Junior some hilarious lines. You oh, know? yeah. He had all the great lines, you know. Oh, some of that stuff and some stuff you never knew. I, I just... You talking about Uncle Junior reminded me of the episode where his girlfriend busts him out for yeah doing the oral thing for her and and that's something that you don't do when you're that kind of guy well, so, older guys uh, older guys older right guys. and and it's like that was a, that was a sign of shame there for these guys and that was it was just interesting you that know, was, was very of, funny yeah a lot of those nuances of I just saw Dominic he's Dominic has a new series coming out on uh, NBC called the Village, and uh, I had lunch with him in March. He's the oldest series regular on TV. He's 87 years old. <laughs> and we had wow. lunch. Uh, the show got picked up. It'll be on this fall. But he was great, man. Yeah. He's got, yeah. he knows exactly what's going on. He talks a little low, but yeah. sharp as a tack, man. Sharp as could be. Johnny Ola. Yeah. He looked old back then. Yeah. Godfather too. In the Godfather, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Crystal, so you remember... You remember from, uh, what was the name of the Secret show? Life. Secret Life. Life of Secret Teenager. Life of the American Teenage. How old are you, Crystal? 25. 25. So, yeah, that started in 2008. Yeah, yeah I was in high school. So that makes sense. So it, was, it was popular. Yeah. For a while, it was very popular. Right. Four and a half million people. It put uh, ABC Family on the map. Wow. So really, it was a really good show. Brenda Hampton, who is just the greatest, she created it. Uh, she did Seventh Heaven also. No, okay. You know, it was a great, great gig. We shot it in Burbank, and yeah. uh, is that when you came out? Is that when you started living out here? I never lived here. Oh. I've never lived so here. I've been coming here for a long time. Commuted. I I would stay in a hotel, and I would come out for two, three days at a clip. Right. 
Okay, you know. It's nice, man. And it was great. Yeah. You know, the show, I really enjoyed the show. Yeah. Uh, all these kids, uh, most of them are working, very talented. And yeah. uh, uh, like I said, Molly Ringwell was on the show, and Shailene became a huge star. I actually yeah. just saw Adrift yesterday, which is a is movie she has in theaters right now. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, and you know what the thing is? Uh, she got that movie, uh, The Descendants, right. with uh, yeah, um, with George Clooney, mm-hmm. and uh, which doesn't happen often. She got the oh, big off of big movie, Brenda Hampton, wrote the scenes for eight episodes and shot her out and then did the other scenes around her. Right. Yeah. So I had a scene with her in episode four. I didn't even know what it really was, uh-huh. but they shot her out so she could go there for three months. I'll be no dead. one would, no one does that. Wow. She, she, uh, uh, Brenda was a good, good person to do that. You wow. Know, that made a career. She is a, Bona fide A-list star, man. She really is now, yeah, yeah for sure. You know, she was 16 at the time. Always wow. a sweet girl. Yeah. Very nice. From Thousand Oaks, right? I think. Uh, somewhere I, out there. I believe, yeah. So I got to ask Jack and Jed a question. Yeah. Because you guys have had songs placed in movies and TV yes, shows. Yes, sir. How does that happen? Who comes to you? Uh, do you have an agent that's like working to place your stuff? Or? We have done everything ourselves. Really? In fact, we've signed a few different record deals, but we found that we work harder than they do. <laughs> and uh, that, that makes sense. And so, when our 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 goal is to just go every day and do whatever we can, right? And that's landed us right here, right now. Well, you know? the the Rogue TV show placement that was because we signed with Thunder Studios, and that was just a six month contract, and they put our three songs in three different episodes. That was great. Yes, the National Lampoons one. We were on a different label, and they hooked that up. Right. The Lars and the Real Girl, we were partying up at Wes Scantlin's house in the Hollywood Hills from Puddle of Mud, <laughs> and a music supervisor was there, and we became friends with her. She needed a, scene, a song for that movie. They took one out, and they put ours in. She showed the director. He loved it, and it's in there. Wow. <laughs> it's in the yeah. credits. It's just really cool. So, so di- different things have happened. Yeah, it's it's just a matter of going out and doing it every day. But, you know, it's interesting. You, so you work at, at, at Dave Grohl's studio. Yep. And you, you're hanging out with guys like Puddle of Mud and all that stuff. But, you're, <laughs> but your thing is absolutely nothing like that. Correct. You know? Yeah. I mean, we, I was We're not like, getting kicked off airplanes. <laughs> right, right. I mean, you got like, you know, Puddle of Mud, Hoobastank, uh, Linkin Park. That's the Agora sound. Right. Yes. It's Gated Agora Community Hills, Rock. Agora Hills. <laughs> yeah. Agora Hills is like one of the most paradisical place. I mean, it's like a beautiful place, right? And it's the most depressing music comes out of there for sure, except for maybe Maroon Five. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all it's all like this really dark yep. music, you know. But you know, guys like Steve show up to our gigs. They see us play. They see what we can do. We do a lot more than just play music. We entertain the crowd. We tell right. jokes. We so did you? Did he come up to? Did you come up to them and say hi after I the game? Know. I believe so. We, Probably. We, he I he, always he, throw he, something in the kitty. Yeah, he, oh, yeah. Feed the kitty. I That's feed right. the I kitty. Something in our tip jar, and we started talking. And I asked him if we could interview him on uh, Feed yeah, the Kitty Power uh, Hour, our podcast. Not that there's enough podcasts in the world. Correct. But we've got one. Yeah, we and, need more. And he, <laughs> he agreed to come on, and it was an awesome interview, man. It was you just, know, I mean, uh, I used to, you know, when I when I worked at the Riviera, I would like to help people because right. obviously. You know, uh, I got lucky, you know, which there's a lot of luck involved in this business, as we all know, even though a lot of people will deny that. I mean, it's hard work. You got to be ready when you get that opportunity, right? Right. Uh, But I used to, like, you know, go somewhere, see a band uh, like them, you know, if I was on vacation, whatever, Hawaii, 
and then I would book them at the Riviera. I would go up to the cat, give them my card, and say, you know, you want to go to Vegas for a week? And they would think I was full of crap, obviously. And then I would say, I'm the guy, you know, call me, and I'll... And when I got to New York, I met a. I remember walking into a bar one afternoon, shooting the Sopranos after after the gig. We went in there and started talking to this girl, Lori, and said I was a stand-up comic. I said, "Give me the phone," and I called my secretary. I said, "This is Lori. Pick a. Give her a week in Vegas. Give her a thousand bucks in a room." And wow. and she thought I was full of crap, you know. But I used to like doing that because I saw someone, and you need a chance, you know. Right. Everybody needs a break. I mean, you right? need a break, and the thing is, is that you have to stay at it, like these two guys are doing yeah. it and it just for an actor too you know you can't think you're going to get a connection and my father knows the casting person and none of that's going to work man right. because you got to get up to the plate yeah it's, and it's, it's at some point you, you got to deliver yeah the goods you know yeah. i don't care if you, you know your father owns the dodgers you got to get up and you got to hit the ball right otherwise you're not going to be make the team and it's the same thing here you got to stay out there and do your thing you know oh, yeah great stuff well, thanks, guys, for coming Thank in. Thank you, Gary. Thank you. thanks for being on the podcast. And your podcast is Feed the Kitty Power Hour. Yes. And, and you go live, right? We, we do go every, live. Every Wednesday uh, at healthylife.net radio. We do 2 o'clock Pacific time. And then it's rebroadcast or repodcast whenever you want to download it. So usually on this our little podcast here, we talk about what we're going to do the next day. And I think tomorrow we're going to try to find out if dad jokes are actually a thing. Oh. <laughs> right. yeah, dad dad if, jokes? Dad yeah, jokes dad as, jokes, as opposed like, to mom yeah, jokes. Yeah. Maybe really we can, bad. We'll think of one and call in maybe, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please <laughs> do. Your dad's yeah. so fat he could be on The Sopranos. <laughs> oh. oh. Very nice. <laughs> wow. Okay. See you in the morning. I'm in big trouble, I think. <laughs> it's going to be a long ride home. <laughs> 